The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 94 is on page 457. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, Thou God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show Thyself. Arise, Thou judge of the world, and reward the proud after their deserving. Lord, how long shall the ungodly, how long shall the ungodly triumph? How long shall all wicked doers speak so disdainfully and make such proud boasting? They smite down thy people, O Lord, and trouble thine heritage. They murder the widow and the stranger and put the fatherless to death. And yet they say, Tush, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Take heed, ye unwise among the people. O ye fools, when will ye understand? He that planteth the ear, shall he not hear? Or he that made the eye, shall he not see? Or he that instructeth the heathen, is it he? It is he that teacheth man knowledge, shall not he punish? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of a man, that they are but vain. Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him in thy law. That thou mayest give him patience in the time of adversity until the pit he digged up for the ungodly. For the Lord will not fail his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Until righteousness turn again unto judgment, all such as are true in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up with me against the wicked? Or who will take my part against the evildoers? If the Lord had not helped me, it had not failed, but my soul had been put to silence. But when I said, My foot hath slipped, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of thy sorrows that I had in my heart, 
Thy comforts have refreshed my soul. Wilt thou have anything to do with the throne of wickedness, which imagineth it mischief as a law? They gather them together against their soul of righteousness, and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my refuge, and my God is the strength of my confidence. He shall recompense them in their wickedness, and destroy them in their own malice. Yea, the Lord our God shall destroy them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 24th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Behold, the Lord makes the earth empty and makes it waste, distorts its service, and scatters abroad its inhabitants. And it shall be as with people, so with the priest, as with the servants, so with his master, as with the maid, as so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the creditor, so with the debtor. The land shall be entirely emptied and utterly plundered, for the Lord has spoken it this word. The Lord mourns and fades away, the world languishes and fades away. The haughty people the earth languish, the earth is also defiled under its inhabitants, because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinances, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore the curse has devoured the earth, and those who dwell in it are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and men are few left. The new wine fails, the vine languishes, all the merry-hearted sigh, the myrrh of the tambourine ceases, the noise of the jubilant ends, the joy of the harp ceases. They shall not drink wine with a song, strong drink is bitter to those who drink it. The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up so that none may go in. There's a cry for wine in the streets. All joy is darkened. In the city desolate is, desolation is left. <clears throat> and the gate is stricken with des destruction. <clears throat> when, shall it, when it shall be thus in the midst of the land amongst the people, it shall be like shaking of an olive tree like the gleaning of grapes when the vintage is done. They shall lift up their voices, they shall sing for the majesty of the Lord, and they shall cry aloud from the sea. Therefore glorify the Lord in the dawning light. The name of the Lord of his God of Israel in the coastlands of the sea. From the ends of the earth have we heard songs, glory to the righteous. But I said, I am ruined, ruined, woe to me. The treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously. Indeed, the treacherous dealers have dealt also very treacherously. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. 
He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth chapter of First Thessalonians. Finally then, brethren, we urge you and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his, his own vessel in sanctification and honor not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that one that no one should take advantage of the defraud and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanliness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another, and indeed you do so towards all the brethren who are in Macedonia. And we urge you, brethren, that you should increase more and more, that you also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you, that you may walk properly towards those who are outside, and that you may lack nothing. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servants depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy church and household continually in thy true religion, that they who do lean only upon the hope of thy heavenly grace may evermore be defended by thy mighty power 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I find that the Bible's not as hard as sometimes we make it out to be, and it kind of reminds me of a story. There was an old farmer who went to church one day, and his wife couldn't go with him that morning for whatever reason, and he came back, and he was a man of few words, and his wife said, how was church? And he said, it was good. He said, what was the sermon about? It was about sin. Well, what did he say? He was against it. And so what we find is um, in, this, in the psalm we're starting out, and people are asking, why do the wicked prosper? And so that's one of the questions. So we're starting to see a lineup. It reminds me of uh, going out on a football field when you're on the football team or in the stands. And on one side is your side, and on the other side is the other side, and they're wearing different colors. And we kind of find that with the world. The world's on the other side wearing their colors. And we're over on this side as um, resident aliens of this world. And we're wearing the colors of God. And so they're trying to get us to join their team. But uh, our choice is to stay on ours at this time. But we do have questions. Why does it seem the wicked prosper? So we see in, in Isaiah, we see like five stanzas, stanzas that go on in this passage. And it's the desolation of the earth because of sin. Uh, the end of revelry in the city, the wine and, and all the things that they were looking at. Uh, glory to God, but grief over the earth. And then what we don't get quite get to in our passage, but in this chapter, the hopelessness of flight. In other words, you can't run from it. And the vision of God reigning over Mount Zion, over the cosmos. And so what we find, too, is that, that it doesn't matter if you're the, the king or the king's servant, if you're the purchaser or the or the seller, if you're the lender or the borrower all people are subject to the rule of god because his rule goes beyond which kind of brings us into thessalonians so paul starts out thessalonians and he's talking like um he's talking to the thessalonians about like almost like a nurse nursing mother who gently cares for her children and in this chapter he turns in these last two and he, he becomes more like the authority of a father and he's, he's urging them and charging them with how to live and so I think understanding a little bit about Thessalonica and, and in that age, uh, there was uh, temple worship that involved prostitution and there was a lot of sexual immorality that went, went about being in that culture. And Paul's warning us against sexual immorality. And I think, you know, that's kind of a worn out thing because we don't have any of that today. There's no sexual immorality available to anybody. Um, so actually it's been going on for a long time. And so he's reminding them that our body is a vessel and it's God's temple and should be kept holy and should be honored because it's created by God. And so he, he exhorts one marriage partner and, um, and uh, not involvement with other people because then we're defiling the temple of God as he wrote in, in Corinthians. So he's, he's exhorting us away from sexual immorality. And he also exhorts the people one of the ways, like Paul usually does when he says, here's the problem, and then he tells them how to take care of it. So he tells them to lead a quiet life. And I think the old American Standard Version was study to be quiet. And we used to uh, 
use that verse to our friends who were louder, so I heard it more than once. Um, so when Paul starts out the thing and says, finally, it doesn't mean he's concluding. He's just changing topics or he's just changing course. And so he's asking us to live and to show the peace of God. And so um, my dad had a saying. He used to say, when you're up to your backside in alligators, it's hard to remember that the uh, objective was to drain the swamp. And that's exactly what we're called to do as Christians. We're called that no matter what's swirling around us is to be so in touch with the peace of God that it's obvious that there's something going on with us that's not going with, on with something else. And to, to focus on God's plans, not earthly plans. So we're only able to do this when we surrender control to God. And um, the first thing we have to do to surrender control is we have to realize and, and maybe recognize that any semblance of control is an illusion. We really don't have control. Uh, we have to realize that God's plans are better than for us anyway. And this happens when we come, become more intimate with God and experience his presence through daily prayer and devotion. And just a reminder to conclude is any peace but God's peace is really fake peace. So let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And we'll start by offering our uh, personal intercessions to God and then pick up the prayer. Let us pray. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil. And give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou the God of pity. Administer to them according to their ne several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me this evening. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah, for helping out. Good to see all of you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a good evening, everybody. Thank you.